John Boy Media has a new teammate. It's iHeart Podcasts. What does it mean? John Boy Media shows can now be found over at the Dan Patrick Show. That's right. How cool is that? Wake and Jake and Jimmy's three things have joined the iHeart Podcast and Dan Patrick Show family. And the best part, they'll still continue to be the same shows you know and love. If you couldn't tell, we're excited about this one. And thank you guys for listening. Today is Wednesday, September 4th, and the Yankees won another series. They beat the Texas Rangers the hard way. They got shut out in the first game, and then they played some good baseball to win the next two. Fun was had. Games were won. Home runs were hit, and Jake cried his eyes out. Here we go. Let's do this. Let's talk Yanks. Talk. What's going on, everybody? It is Talking Yanks, episode 300. And 31, which, wow, never thought we'd make it. Damn. But here we are. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host, Jake, who's wearing his nice orange shirt, pinkish orange shirt that I like, backwards hat, in a hallway because someone snaked the room you usually record from. Is that correct? All lies. Um, A, I definitely start by saying this shirt leans pink than orange, so you first correction there secondly uh, no it's kind of another office space this is like the hotel room I've, I've done a few pods in here there's a printer in here so sometimes people come in here to print so this usually weird stuff happens in this room one time i got out bullied by like teenage girls like i was set up like couple microphones i've got stuff recording the laptops open and they just like parked up and started gossiping and i was like you win i think i'm leaving yeah um and then, yeah, I mean, if someone's printing stuff, it's like, what What year is it? Like, why are you printing something? Dude, and so no one, my, my bank... No one's ever happy they have to print something. So it's usually a bad time in here, if we're being honest. My bank, who's my biggest adversary in the history of me having adversaries. Right. It's like they are above Nick Walenda, basically. Right. Like, I hate Union Bank with a fiery passion. Yeah. And I had to do something this the other... Isn't, this is not an ad. Not an ad. For, don't fucking use Union Bank if you want to... Hey, if you want to start a small business and then you become a successful business and you do really well, don't use Union Bank because they don't like when you become successful. All right. And cut. Let's roll it back. This time, let's stick to the words on the sheet, okay? <laughs> use Union Bank. Anyway, they they told me, well, would would you be we need you to walk into the bank and sign stuff. And I said, well, that doesn't need to happen because we're in 2019. Right. And they said, okay, well, we can email you something, but you have to print it and sign it. I said, I don't have a printer. I mean, I can go print it or I can just digitally sign it. And they're like, oh, we can't accept that. And I said, you can. You can. You know, you could. You can because everywhere accepts that. Right. Anyway, in the end, they, they asked me and I said, you know what? I'm just going to leave you guys. And she, yeah. and she said, I think that's for the best. 
Down with the union, man. Down with the union. Anyway, that's our union bank plug. Okay. Boom. We're done with that. How are you doing, Jake? Uh, kind of bad. You and I are both in kind of this this kind of whirlwind Labor Day like death spiral. I I keep doing little things that to try to get me out of it. Like I I just grabbed a Gatorade. That's a classic trick. Like yeah, maybe I'm just dehydrated. <laughs> like no no maybe it's everything else. Um, I'm doing all right. I uh, Yankees wise. You know, I I've fake made attachments to the shutout streak and the home series winning streak. Shutout streak is gone. Home series winning streak stands. That'd be cool to keep that going. I think by the time we get there, it is the last home stand, I believe. So that'll be, I think they can kind of rally around that. But yeah, I mean, it was kind of dead. It's like Texas Rangers. You're like, oh, Nick Solak, batting cleanup. This is fun. Um I and had so, yeah. super judgmental thoughts when they showed Nick Zol- Solak running to first in slow-mo on the face he was making. And yeah. I was like, that's unfair of me. But I was like, geez, this sucks. It's just like it, it's just around every turn. Like I mentioned, there, there's people in the room that I normally record in, and it looks like they're having like a serious business meeting. So they're probably going to hear a decent amount of what I say, especially during the burns. And, dude, I almost – like, you can just tell when you're having thoughts that aren't normal. I was like, oh, if they hear me doing the burns, I hope someone comes over there. And it's like, I've never had that thought when I'm in my right state of mind. Like, I'm I'm a step away from being bagel boss guy at that point. So, um, I'm doing all right. I, I think we're, uh, we're, if your game recap is any indication, we're probably going to get pretty silly and weird on here. So, buckle up. Why? What was wrong with my game recap? Nothing, nothing, nothing. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'll, I'll. The game recap has made me laugh. Like I, that's the most fun I had today. Was when I texted you and said I'm gonna put water on my face for my post game recap. And people will think I'm crying, and you were like, "What? What was? What was yeah, your response? No, what was I, I your didn't response? Understand to- what you were saying, my friend? <laughs> this is I texted Jake. I said, <laughs> putting fake tears on my face today. <laughs> For the post-game recap. And you said, go on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's not a full statement. That's <laughs> not, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do on my end with that information, but I'm, I'm Whatever, happy, it happy. got it got me happy. All the responses, like, <laughs> dude, you're balling. Crack me up. Uh, that was good. You always, when you responded and you were like, what? <laughs> that's not something. <laughs> not a not a statement. <laughs> well, I did do the fake tears and people... People seem to really like it. Yeah, very happy for you. Opposite of like, though. Anyway, um, the Patreon sponsors for today, Jake. We got a whole bunch, and a lot of them are names that we've had on here before. I wonder if like people hit a yearly limit and they're like getting reumped or whatever. I don't know how it works. Okay. But Kurt Hoffman, nice. Roy White. Roy White. My dad's favorite Yankee. Do you know that? It's my dad's Patreon account. He put his name under as Roy White because that's his favorite Yankee. You're blowing it. <laughs> Mike Jeez. Storm. Wow. Mike Stormbuster. Yeah, I mean, talk about Mike's going to have a big weekend coming up. Yeah, he better be on his way to Florida. Need you right now, Mikey B. She throwing ice cubes in the water like that guy said. Damn. 
Thorin Gundala. Thorin Gundala. Wow. Yeah, that's a good name. Wes, Malcolm Forbes, richest man in the world. Very rich name. Drysdale Pane Bianca. Pane Bianca. Pane Bianco. Pane Bianco. I had a Pane Bianco in my back. They took it out. Oh. I know what happened with my audio, Jake, for the people watching at home. Sure. Did it just... Hold on. Might might have gotten better right now. I messed up the audio. Anyway. Okay. Rest of them. Oh, check out this. Zachary Strange. Great name. Next name. Sam Scavone. Okay. Time out. Sam Scavone, reach out. Jake, you turn your, your audio down your, a little bit. Your dad or your uncle was my first boss. So I'm going to need you to reach out. Sam, if your dad or uncle's name is Jack. Yeah. Jack Scavone. Your name has been an inside joke in our friend group for a while. Christian yeah. Jensen. Andre yes. Debris. Andrew. <laughs> That's Andrew, yeah. You don't see a lot of Andres. <laughs> That's the most common name in the world. I just misread it like an idiot. If anyone knows an Andre out there, tell them to start going by Andre. <laughs> no, Andrew. I said Andre. Whatever. Uh, Clutch McGutch. That's not your real name, but we appreciate it. Yeah. Lexi. I think I know Clutch McGutch. Do you, you know Lexi? Castrillion. No, Lexi. We know fan. Sandra. Grazie. Grazie. Joey Pollan and Joseph Reinhold. Those are our most recent Patreon sponsors. Those are our most recent Patreon sponsors. $2 a month gets you in the live chat right now. They those people had to deal with a lot of volume issues, but they're they're solved. You get uh, a little post game chat at the end of each episode. If you're so inclined to stick around, you get a chance to win two jerseys each and every month via contest and raffle. Jake has never won a single jersey. Haven't. Yeah, it's terrible. Jake, we're gonna burn the games. We're gonna do awards. Okay. We're gonna do all that stuff. I need to know where your head's at with all the injury stuff because it's getting very real. Right. Um, Let me start off with Edwin. Obviously, we were super skeptical of Edwin because it was a wrist injury. He's old. We saw the judge wrist thing last year. Edwin played two minor league games, said, I'm good, guys, and then came up, hit a home run. And by the way, I I just kind of realized this. I'm a huge Edwin guy. Yeah? I We're talking about Ed- Edwin Encarnacion, right? His mannerisms at the plate, um, even some of the stuff he does in the field when he's out there, and just how much the guys like him. Like, I love the fact he's, like, he's probably closer to Glaber's dad's age than Glaber's age. And, like, I just picture Glaber bothering him. But and everyone liking the parrot so much more than he does. Yeah, he so almost like, kind of, like, wants to stop doing it now. Yeah, but, like, Glaber can never stop. And that's what that's the job of a little brother. Um, so I'm all in on Edwin, and I didn't realize that until until I saw him on the field. Like, I was still very skeptical of the wrists and just how he fits on this team. Uh, all in on Edwin. 
Okay, cool. And I mean, Boone said like, were you surprised that Edwin did two games and came back to the MLB? And he was like, he's a, he's a pro man. Like he yeah. kind of was in tune with his body the whole time. He told, he told Joe's McFly new, new member of John boy media. When they talked, he told him like, uh, when rosters expand, I'll be back like three weeks out. He hadn't yeah. even like, no one else had been given an update and he was absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. Kind of wild. So, uh, yeah, and shout-out to Joe's McFly, join, joining up with the Talking Yanks fam. We love that. And I think a quick shout-out we probably missed was, I don't think we ever officially said we weren't doing Sharp stats this week. Katie Sharp tweeted it out. Um, she's doing some life stuff. I, I think she's moving out to the Rockies. So, um, yeah. wow. So yeah, there's a little Talking Yanks update. Yeah, and more on Joe's later. I, mean, I think we're going to have him on this and you know have a, have a fun, fun little chat. More with Joe's. A lot more is coming up. A lot more is coming up. Later tonight? Later this episode? No, not later this episode. Oh, okay. That's what you made it sound like. You scared scared me. No, 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 no. A lot of a lot of fun stuff in, in John Boy Media and Talking Yanks Future. So just stay with your ears open. Severino ears. and Montgomery pitched today, Jake. Yep. And is Stanton doing stuff? Is Hicks doing stuff? Stanton and Hicks, I still don't have. Let's be honest. Right now, if everyone gets healthy, the guy who gets screwed the most is Mike Talkman. Cameron Maben, I think. Is it both of them? Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to do the whole, that whole thing. I was yeah. reading on the, the Reddit page. There was someone that posted, what's your playoff roster? And I scrolled down just to see what other people were doing. And the one that shocked me the most that, like, I had a guttural, like, oh, I don't think that, was everyone had Hicks there. Yeah. And I, for me, that could become very real. But right now, it's like Hicks and Stan, if both, everyone had both of them. Like, as if they're both going to get healthy, I can't, yeah. I can't buy into both of them being back. Yeah. And, I mean, we probably would have said the same thing about Edwin coming back in three weeks, three weeks ago. So uh, we, we just don't know with the injury. So it's kind of tough to play that guessing game. Like, I, I don't know. I think when Hicks gets cleared, everything they said is that, like, it'll be basically, like, full go for, like, a week. So he should – once he's cleared, it should be, like, a week and he's back. Giancarlo is the giant wild card. I, I can't get my head wrapped around that. Did like, you see I, the him and Batances facing each other videos? Yeah. He looked Pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Stan looked like he was just do, doing real life stuff. It they said the running is what's bad. Like he if he if Stan comes back, he may be DH only because he really can't move. And then I mean that that makes things Oh, so much more complicated because then it's is Edwin at first, is Void at first. Now are we sitting one of them for Stanton who hasn't played? So, yeah, man, I I don't know. Um, excited that Edwin's back and he just he looks exactly the same. Um, into Edwin Sevy, obviously he kind of controls a lot of the Yankees injury excitement right now. And then, yeah, I mean, Hicks and Stanton, it's uh, it's kind of a tough spot, man, because think about what we're saying. Cameron Mabin, Mike Talkman. I mean, would Gardy go to the bench and, and how good he's been for us? So uh, it really gets bizarre quick, never mind the infield juggle when <laughs> everyone's healthy there. So I don't know, man. It's, it's one of those things. I'm – be excited. 
because you want the best players back and healthy. And if you have tough decisions to make about who are the best 25 players going into the playoffs, that's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, that that's where I'm at on it. Um, Edwin, Edwin's like sloppy athleticness is just swept over my heart in the past 24 hours or so. Um, otherwise, I mean, we we still have just Sevy and Dellen circled. Like those are those are kind of the needs, right? Does that make sense? I have Montgomery circled as very curious. Whoa, very curious. They're fast-tracking him, Jake. They're acting as if he's going to come up and help in some way. In September. Yes, but yeah, yeah. So then when he comes up in September, then I'm very curious as to how he looks. Because if he becomes a lefty one-inning guy, like if they want a bullpen day, like they did today, Monty could be a huge part of that. It's it's a big what if, but the way they're handling him, I'm very interested. Yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, Sevy and Dellen are the important names. But I'm curious to see what Gumby's gonna do. Yeah. Heller, not. you're not. But you've never liked him anyway. I just Jim, I, I'm I'm thinking for the postseason. That's where this question started, and like. Best, best case, Monty would be the 25th slot man. And I just don't care about that. I mean, if Betances or Severino are back, I mean, now we're talking. What if you don't think there's any chance? So, yeah. Okay, but I think that's huge if he can get onto the roster. I, I, I most people probably aren't interested in that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm super... The last pitcher on the roster is basically like an extra innings pitcher. So that's why it's not valuable to me. I think if Hap or CeCe are on the roster as that guy, they would be like that. I think if if Montgomery comes up, throws one or two innings each outing in September and looks sharp, then he but it's be- all, it's it's also like playoff rosters don't work like that Jim like you you literally need like a bench starter so if you need someone to throw 5 innings in a crazy extra inning game you have that person and Gumby's not going to be stretched out enough to do that that's very true that's that's a good point you need that person to be able to go far all right i'm still can i still be excited i loved gumby you can still be excited yeah i loved gumby in 2017 yeah I was a big big fan Highest release point in the MLB. Big dumb idiot, too. Hey. I mean, you hear CeCe talk about him on R2C2. Yeah. It's like, well, CeCe can say that. It's like a Yes Network Flash thing. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to awards. We're people of the people. Let's not move on to awards because we haven't even talked about the games yet. But, Jimmy, let's, let's be honest with the people. Next time we talk to Michael K. Yeah. Is there an honest way we can say something like, Kester, you know, the yes, we, we love, everyone loves Coney and O'Neill. You know that. Kenny Singleton's a pro's pro. He's done it forever. Flash gets some, he, he doesn't get the love that those other guys get. Is there something that Flash does behind the scenes that you could tell us about? Like, can we ask Michael K that? No, no, not on, not on the record. No. Okay. You know, when we were at the bar and, and 
at winter meetings and we ran into Michael K and he was not in a suit and he, we were like, you know, having drinks when the night we saw Cashman. Right. If we see Michael K in that setting, we can ask and it won't be pussyfooted around like you did. Well, that's what I, I was pussyfooting because I wanted to be honest for the people because yeah. that's why we do all of this. Yeah. But you're not a man of the people and that's fine. Let's go to fucking awards. Not awards, you dumb idiot. We have to do the games first. I was mocking you. No, dog. wow. I can't <laughs> oh, believe it. God. I can't believe it. You, wow. What a mistake by you. We're going to Yikes. Burns, Jake, which are brought to you by Roosevelt's the shirt. You know what I watched last night? I watched a documentary. I fell asleep to Ken Burns' documentary, which I do most nights. It was on Prohibition. Want to know why it was on Prohibition? Because I already crushed the Roosevelts by Ken Burns twice. That's not what we're talking about. They're just okay. named Roosevelt shirts. They're fun. They're button-ups. They got hats. They got tons of stuff. R-S-V-L-T-S. I wear them all the time. Most comfortable shirt you've ever worn, personally, Jake. They're pretty comfortable. Uh, conversation starting shirts. You walk into a bank. They say, wow, damn. Where'd you get that shirt? Say, Roosevelt's. Union Bank, you continue to be stupid as shit. We hate you, Union Bank. We like Roosevelt's. We like Roosevelt's, not you, Union Bank. Damn. Well, anyway, go to rsvlts.com slash johnboy and get 20% off your next order. Dare Mighty Things. That's the slogan. Where where are my Roosevelt shirts? Are they on the couch? On the floor right over there. Oh, okay. Well, in a box, in the plastic wrap that they come in, but the box is on the ground. Sounds about right. Yeah. My my shirts are also in there. Wow. I unpacked one. I tried it on. I was like, this is awesome. Maybe I'll wear one next episode. Maybe I'll wear yours and bleed in it. You better not. Speaking of bleeding, Jake, can we have you put your heart and soul and all your blood into this burn? Game one, the Yankees get shut out. Spoiler, on your mark, gets that burn. Game one to knock a Tuesday on a Monday night as the Yanks host Mike, not major but minor, in his Texas Rangers. Rangers take the lead on a Noma, not Garcia Parra, but Mazzara. A lot of A's and R's. Sack fly, it's 1-0 Tejas through four until Jose Lee Trevino golfs one out of the park. Those would be the only two runs Tank would give up over six innings. Nice effort, Tank. In bad news, Yanks get shut out. Uh, And after Tanaka, they go Cortez to Lions. Snoop Dogg gift saying, who? Minor was good. Yanks, man, lose game one, 7-0. Yeah, if you're going to take anything away from this, it's Tanaka. And I don't know if you have an award for him coming up that I'm going to step on right now. I don't think I do, but... Wow, trying to jump to awards again. Damn, you're always trying to jump to awards, Jake. Damn, Daniel. This is a game where Tanaka endears himself to me. When he was pitching in Seattle and it was a breeze, that's awesome, it's fantastic. Tanaka never looked like he was having a good game at any point in this game. It was never like, ah, Tanaka's got this. But somehow he walked off the mound with six innings pitched and only two earned runs. Yeah, and we we won't do a whole ragtag thing. Maybe this will end up in awards, but there was a couple plays that maybe could have been made that could have even taken away those two earned runs. 
And again, like uh, we went to Nestor Cortez and was it Tyler Lyons. Is that his first name? I thought it was Lion Tyler. Lion Ty- Lion Tyler. Um. So yeah, and and Jim, I think more importantly, this is something that you stumbled into on the pregame show. This was this Labor Day. Yeah, the laziest day in American history. Yeah. So I mean that that's tough. Um. And yeah, I mean, if you Yanks were down two zero up until the top of the eighth, and again they went to their bad bullpen to give guys days off, and if they did score, they probably go good bullpen. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. They get shut out. Streaks over. Bleh. Yeah, Labor Day, a holiday created so laborers don't have to work. Yeah, and they kind of genius. And they Tanaka goes out there and labors. For six innings and guts out of performance. Gutsy. Tank's been good. Yeah, I like that guy. Nestor was bad again. I think Nestor's bad now. Should I do another butter knife stat with Tanaka soon? Because it's got to be really good if I get rid of those two awful starts. <laughs> yeah. Dude, those awful right. starts are so bad. They, I'll they, get people rowdy. Yeah. that's That gets people as riled up as me doing fake tears. Well, yeah, if you take away the bad starts, his stats are going to be better. Oh, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole game we're playing, people. Who who wants to be a millionaire with me, Regis? Katie and I, when we did our date day a couple days ago, we were doing something, and where we were was who wants to be a millionaire was on, like current version. Yeah. And I don't know if... Because when Regis was doing it, it was really popular. I was in fifth grade and sixth grade. Right. So I don't know if it's because I'm comparing now to my fifth grade brain. The right. questions were so easy. I was like, Katie, this is the easiest who wants to be a millionaire ever. I was like, they were like laughably easy. It's basically, yeah. does Jake suck? Yes, no. They do, I think, up until 1,000 or something like that, or even like 10,000, they do them comically bad. Yeah, like the answers were jokes. And I was like, was yeah. this how it was when I was 10 years like old? Like the original one, they, the first one they used to do that, like the first question. Now they do like a whole round of them. You're right. It's crazy. So there, we've talked about Regis Philman somehow. Tanaka gutted it out. The bad pitchers are bad. And the bats get shut out for the first time in 200 and something days. Let's move right on to game two. Yeah. On your mark, get set, burn. Well, the big maple, eh? James Paxton trying to build off a fantasy August versus Thomas Edinson Volquez under the lights in NYC. He is Gary. He is good. Two-run Yabo to get it started in the first. The game would stay quiet until the sixth when the Bombers would live up to their name. Gregorius, D-I-D-I, uh-oh, three-run bomb. Gary cracks another second homer of the day. Get off my lawn. Uncle Brett hits one to Middle Earth. Three home runs, six runs, spit in my mouth, eight-nothing yanks. Speaking of spit on me, Pax Daddy dealt. Seven innings pitched, one hit, 12 Ks, impressive stuff from James. Show me your bird. Welcome back, Edwin. Fun in the Bronx. 
Johnny Els gives one of those to Texas as the Yanks win 10-1. Dude, I loved this game because the Yankees hit a lot of home runs and played really well, and the Rangers didn't. Whenever when you go hot take radio like I that, know. it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I know it grinds your gears, but people always ask me, what kind of games do you like? And I always say, I love it when the starting pitcher shoves. Right. I love it when our offense hits a lot of home runs and we win big. And they're like, damn, that's cool. So I was all about this game. I mean, if we're choosing favorite games, this is my favorite of the three. And since you okay. can't have the same favorite of mine, I'm interested to see what yours would be. We'll find that out at a later date. Paxton was awesome. Uh, lasagna was good enough. It did give up the solo shot, and it was that guy's first career homer. And it was a cheapie, but that's what happens. But it was good that we didn't have to pivot away from Johnny Lasagna. Like, yeah. He didn't. You know I mean... He, We've had to before. Yeah. It's a was, step in the right was, direction for him. It, it was a 10 runner, uh, which has been bigger than some of the leads. I know that a couple sevens have gotten questionable, but yeah. Uh, Johnny L's, uh Gary, you like that guy. He was good. Hey, I had a question. Um, so you like Johnny Lasagna? Yes. Who has, this is, this is bad podcasting, but no one cares yes. about this question. Who's more likely in your brain to get a start in the playoff roster, Jordan Montgomery or Johnny Lasagna? A start? Uh, no, a raw, a, a a spot on the roster. Johnny Lasagna. Yeah, for me, it's easily Jordan Montgomery. Because Laza is stretched out, and if he went nuts and he just started striking off, striking out everyone, you could like slam the table and be like, "Hey, we should get that guy." Monty's like a whole IL thing, and you can't stretch him out, and yeah. Monty, man. Lefty specialist. Oh, Monty. He's going to be the Octo- Octavio Dotel. Remember in 2009, like he wasn't part of the team at all, and then he was just their postseason guy? Yeah. He'd be that guy. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Maybe. You have anything else on this? Uh, you're in your burn, you said, like, Brett Gardner hits a home run to Middle Earth. That home, Brett Gardner's doing impressive things of late. The 98-mile-per-hour pitch from Liam Hendricks that he hit to tie the game in the ninth, 98-mile-per-hour fastball, and then turned on it. And then this home run was a bomb, dude. Like, yeah. it was way up there. Brett, Brett Gardner is slugging, like, the same number as Luke Voigt this year. So, there's that. Dude, I mean, is he really? So I'm looking, I, I have the box score up from this game. So end, end of business Tuesday, uh, Gardy had a 483 slugging and Voight had a 484. Um, after today's game, Gardy 481 and Voight didn't play. But, yeah. Brett Gardner's same, having, I'm so happy same, Brett Gardner's having a good year. Cause when same the, area code. The Brett Gardner sucks people are some of the loudest out there. So I'm, I, I could be a little loud about him playing well. Oh, yeah, they got shat on this year. <laughs> they did, Jake. Good good stuff. Anything else from this game? I mean, all the home runs, Didi's home runs, they feel different off the bat. I was tweeting about that. They just feel like he just rocks them. Yeah, it looks like our, our three through six hitters, Didi, Sanchez, Edwin, and Gardy, 
Uh, it looks like they combined to have 10 RBIs. Well, Gary um, hit so an oppo a, one that was not a cheapie, like a strong no. oppo home run. No, into the creatures for sure. Yeah. And then no hard decision for Boone, just goes to Lasagna. No, there's not going to be many hard decisions for him the rest of the way. Tyler Wade, two hits. Almost home runs. Yikes. Yeah, almost. All right, burn of game three on your mark. Get set. Go. Game three opener, Chad Green to Sessa. Chassa versus old friend Lance Lynn Swan in the rubber match as we sneak closer to NFL football. Wow, huh? Shut up. Bottom three, Lance Lynn fought the law in the law one. Judge with a two-run homer to open up the scoring. Two-nothing skanks. Get your hangover ready, because Glaber Bombs, Glaber Bombs, Torres Jägermeister's one out of the park. It's three-nothing pinstripes. Romy, my homie, he gets in on it with an RBI double. Gearin smells a funny odor as he gives up a late homer to Roughned. Otherwise, Chad to Sessa, to Vino, to Canely, to Britton, to Gearin. Yanks win 4-1 to one and haven't lost a home series since mid-April. Let's go, Yanks. That home run series stat is nuts. It's mid-April? Is that what it is? They haven't lost a home series since mid-April? Yeah, the White Sox, April like 14th. I didn't know it was Eight- middle of April. 18-0-3. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying, man. Catch the net. I just kind of scoff at it because I don't care about stuff like that usually. But that's a long time. That's what I'm saying. That's why the next homestand's kind of big. You keep that going in the postseason. Yeah. Wow. Big DVD fodder. That's awesome. Good shit. You know what else was awesome? When you did the the play on words in your burn about odor odor being bad smelling and Garen smelling a bad odor. Odor. That was good. He looks like a smelly guy. You missed my Thomas Edison one in burn too, so I'm still mad at you, dude. What was the Thomas Edison one? I said Thomas Edison Volquez under the lights in NYC because Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. Yeah, I don't like Thomas Edison. He's a dick. Yeah? Oh, yeah, man. That, you guys he, are beefing? Thomas, Have you met him? Thomas Edison is the reason Hollywood's in L, in uh, California and not out here. Okay. He invented the film camera, and then he put a patent that he was the only one allowed to make movies. So he would sue everyone that used it. So they were like, let's just go as far away from this motherfucker as we can. And they went all the way to L.A. And that's why they started making movies there, because like, they were too far away for him for Edison to sue him. Weather's nice, too. Oh, yeah, weather's good, too. Well, if it depends what kind of weather you like. Yep. Wow. Ain't that it. Glaber Torres' home run was wild. Did they say 460? He's fun. I don't think so. It Man. it looked like a 460, but I don't think it went 460. I thought it went 406. Really fo- oh, okay, 406, yeah. So I, yeah. my dyslexic came in dude glaber's weirded me out he wasn't supposed to be a home run hitter i know the balls are juiced but he hit a lot of home runs last season too 
And he, when you look at him, he's still like small-ish. Like he's not like you, you and me, but maybe I'm comparing him to Judge and all the other guys a lot. But like he has 34 home runs now. Glaber. Okay, so the one good tidbit that Flash gives you a broadcast was he was he was saying how how good Glaber's at bats have been all season, like. There really haven't been a lot of bad chases. Like he he spits on a lot of bad pitches. He he really gives you a good at bat. And Flash was saying how he's interested to see that during the postseason, because um, when the lights get brighter and you're a young guy, yada yada yada, lobster bisque. Um, Glaber's swing. When you watch it live, you see some of those big ones he does where he swings out of his shoes, and you're like, ah, Glaber, mm-hmm. Jim. When you watch his like home run swings in slow motion, like he loads up that leg and he takes big hacks, but it's so under control that it doesn't look like Bo Bichette up there. But he takes big swings, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, he's nuts. He's now lead leader, team leader in home runs. Team leader. He beat Gary. Uh, there's a home run race between Gary and Glaber and Judge and Gardy. And tune into yeah. those because when they talk to each other in the dugout, well, not Gary because Gary doesn't care about anything. Like Glaber would try to be like, Gary, we're racing, and Gary would be like, oh, okay, cool. But Judge and Gardy are having a lot of fun with it. Gary would do something fun, though. Like Glaber would be talking shit, like trying to get Gary going, and then Glaber would come, come over again like, oh, I'm going to get him. And then like Gary would have Edwin's bird, like just the head ripped off in his mouth and just like spit it out in front of him. My favorite insight was Ref Snyder, who was boys with Gary in the minor leagues. And he was like, I right. thought Gary hated me. And I thought he was an asshole. And then I, I turned out Gary just doesn't really care about anything. He's just like very, very low key. Flatline. Flatline. And you, they take it as, oh, like Gary must, Gary's not excited for my home run. And then Gary barely gets excited for his own home run sometimes. And they're like, oh, okay. That's just who he is to everyone. <laughs> Like Latin Chad Green. Yeah, he kind of is. Like, he's just quiet and goes. He has a hint of fun, though. Chad will never have fun. No. (laughs) Gary will have a hint of fun. Chad will not. One time, Chad exhaled really big after, like, a close play. Like, and that was about it. That was about it. It's the most emotion machine. I was talking Chad. Uh, Bullpen on full display. Sessa needs credit. I don't know if he'll get credit in awards, but three innings pitch, two hits. Uh, on the pregame show, we were saying, you know, we got four horsemen at the back end. Chad's going to do two. How are they going to fill those other three innings? And we're like, I think it's Sessa. Hope he can do it. And then he did it. So good job by Sessa. Got that ERA down to three eight two, and he's <sighs> never mind. What? Well, A, did you hear the whole Michael K talking about how he looks like Andy Pettit and Posada combined? <laughs> Sessa, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't I, see I, the Posada. I just think he looks like Pettit. Yeah, I mean, I we, we've been pushing the Pettit for a while. No, uh, whole bullpen did great. Uh, just wish Chad Green didn't have that bad day against Cleveland because people will never shut up about the opener, but... Still crazy good in opener games. Twelve and two in games chat opens. Yeah. I think it's gonna be used in the postseason. Yeah, I think you're probably right. 
I think I think what they'll do well, and we'll see get we'll, if we get there and what the opportunity is. But I don't think if they're like up two zero in a series, I think they'd go to it. Yeah, that's good. I, like, it would I have to if be... they were, if they were down in the series, I don't think they would because then they would get ripped apart. Well, no, and it also thinks like you play every game in the postseason to win that game. So if if Tanaka and Paxton can give them length in the one, two, seven innings pitched each where they don't have to use every big reliever, and they're like, damn, we just went two games, we're up in the DS, and we have our full like bullpen pretty rested, then I think they'd do a bullpen day there. So you think they go Chad to Monty or what? If Monty makes the team, I wouldn't rule it out for like one inning if there's lefties coming up. Right. <laughs> Anything else on this series? No, the Rangers are full of guys that I don't care about. Like we do talk in baseball yeah. now, and I'm supposed to be more tuned in and like who's got who. And this was a hard batch of players to like kind of sink my teeth into. Like, who do I like? Who should I watch? And I'm like, oh man, I don't care about any of these guys. Their bottom four hitters today aren't hitting above 200. That's brutal. Four guys. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun. Let's move on to the hey, fun part. I, I want to give I want to give two shout outs to Texas. Okay. Two old guys on their team. Okay. A. Jeff Mathis, Jim, who's sharing the catching duties. Mm-hmm. Did you hear them say this on the broadcast? Do you know what major league season he's in? 31. This is fourteenth major league season. Damn. And he's just chilling behind the dish for the Rangers. Um, that, that I mean, credit to him, baseball guy. That's Juice, part of my ju- baseball guy series. How come the Yankees and didn't then, steal on him? And then, dude, they said he's still really good defensively. Jim, the other thing, Edinson Volquez, he rehabbed from. I I forget. It was it was one of the bad pitcher injuries. He rehabbed. He came back for like the start of the season. He tried to come back. He re-injured it, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, like you can basically rehab the whole year, and you might be able to come back in September." And he's like, "All right, I'll do it." <laughs> and he came out. He came out in that first inning. Gary rocked him, and he looked pretty happy about it because he was just happy to be out there. So, a couple guys that are happy to play baseball. Man, the Yankees don't don't want to steal. Mathis in 72 games has allowed 50 stolen bases this season. Not great. He's thrown out nine. I knew it was like he was the worst a while ago. I don't know if he's still the worst. Um, On the pitcher. Probably is on the pitcher. You like Lance Lynn yelling with the umpire? A little bit. I liked it. A lot of people are trying to. So whenever I post those videos, I hate the people who try to turn it into like so negative. Like. Turn it into like Lancelin doesn't care about the game. He just wants to get out of there. Like it was a euphemism for, dude, you're slowing down this game. Like, yeah, tell tell Lance Lynn in his 110 pitches that he didn't care about this game. Get I know, but everyone was like, oh, Lance Lynn, he's already on. He doesn't even care. And I was like, that's not it. He's just telling the ump, like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. In a fun way. But do you know that ump, Will Little, is the ump that Boone did the Savages rant against? Will Little. It was Joe West. Will Little, who got the Savages up, and Eric Cooper, the guy who sounds like, uh, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? That, yeah. 
It's a bad ump crew. I'm not a Cooper guy. Talking umps, okay. All right, moving on. We're going to talk some dogs because the awards are brought to you by our friends at Instinct Dog Training. Jake. Oh, now you're the dog. I get it. I get it. Instinct Dog Training, Jake. They have facilities in New York City and Bergen County, New Jersey. They offer positive reinforcement, board and train camps, private lessons, and free puppy classes. If you got a dog and you named it something from a Yankees, what would it name be? My dog was named Zimmer after Don Zimmer. Right. If you got a dog and you were going to send it to Instinct Dog Training and you were going to use code Talking Yanks when booking to receive 10% off board and train camp or private lessons... What would your dog's name be? I know you already have a dog, but you have to name it something Yankees. Am I renaming my dog? No, you're getting a new dog. I'll rename your dog. Your dog would just be called Bernie. Very Bernie personality. Be Yankee. Yankee Doodle. Oh, that's smart. Why didn't you do that? The name was not an option when getting the dog for me. Okay. Yankee Doodle. There's got to be a lot of those out there. A lot of Yankee Doodles, yeah. yeah. Well, if you own a Yankee Doodle, head on over to instinctdogtraining.com. Use code TALKINGYANKS when booking. And talk about the Yanks, because they're clearly Yankees fans that they reached out to us and wanted to be part of everything we're doing here. I so. think they'll train your dog to speak human words, right? Rich. You get him to do that, you're rich. That's Jake's joke that I like. If your dog learns one word from the human language, you're a millionaire. Think about that. Think about that for less than a second. Moving on to awards, and the first award we give out here is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And I get to go first, Jake, and this one seems like a layup. Let me let me give me a quick reminder who I gave it to last week. Um, okay, it's uh, James Paxson. It's a good one. It's a good one. I mean, James Paxson, we're 7-0 and in his last seven starts. His ERA is looking lower. And you had a tweet saying, like, if James Paxton keeps this up, his season as a whole is going to look pretty good, and people still won't get, still won't be able to really understand that because of how bad it felt. And uh, it's kind of funny that Tanaka season is pretty good, but there's no way the stats could ever look good. He's in like in a different boat because those two oh, Albatross don't games. Test me. <laughs> But, dude, big outing from James Paxson. We get shut out. He goes out there and shuts out the other team. A one-hitter with 12 strikeouts. And he looked so bored doing it. I absolutely like it's. It goes to show you that winning cures everything because he had that same dumb, pouty face he always has. But when he's getting knocked around, it comes off so bad because he just looks mopey. And when he's doing really well, it comes off so great because he looks like he's bored. This is easy. I'm bored. We have seen him get really fired up at times as well, but this wasn't it. He was just kind of going through the motions, the curveball, since he implemented the curveball. I wonder if his knee is feeling better, but he is easily my pride of the Yankees this this series. The pitch mix has been fantastic. Um, the the change, it's, it's, lit- it's made each of his pitches better. <laughs> that's That's good. And yeah, man, his is you know ERA is ERA. It's his is down to four one six on the season, um, which in this juice ball season is is more impressive than it comes off with that bad stretch he had. 
Um, I mean, he looked dominant. He he could do whatever he wanted out there. And yeah. again, a couple. I mean, what? It's seven and zero in his last seven. Now he's gonna have what? Four more starts. Like he can put together a crazy good season. He's matched his career high for wins. I know nobody cares about wins, but guess what? You should a little bit because if he's winning for your team, that means the team won. And that's what all. That's what we want the the team to win. <clears throat> Hot take. Hot take. Do you? Do you? I know that. <clears throat> I know that you kind of got over the first inning troubles faster than me. <clears throat> I love he's got three in a row. Now, right. last time he faced Boston, it was brutal. And it was kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And he was like, I got to do something different. After that Boston series, Tanaka officially said, fuck that. I'm changing my splitter grip. And right. Paxton said, fuck that. I'm throwing more curveballs. And they like made big changes after those embarrassing back-to-back games in Boston. They're both pitching in Boston, I believe, coming up in this four-game set, right? Yeah, I was I was looking at the probable starters. It's it's a fun mix <clears throat> and hap. That's kind of been the the trend of the season so far. Um, but yeah, and yeah, they they've both made noticeable changes. Um, I think Tanaka again. It's kind of a shrug. Like even if Tank throws up another dud against Boston, you're just like you just kind of have to say who cares for this year. In a semi-lucky way, it doesn't matter. Um, for Paxton, I'd like to see the <clears throat> I'd like to see the improvements and the changes go back to Fenway where it was terrible and and make it work. Paxton's a little interesting because think of this grab bag he's got. Yes, he's changed his pitch mix. The other thing that we don't know that'll come out in Brian Hoke's book in ten years: how bad was Paxton's knee? Mm-hmm. We 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 don't know how any of that played out, Jim. The one thing with Boston that's scary is, I mean, they're gonna open up <laughs> with Betts, Devers, and Bogarts mm-hmm. and Martinez. So at Fenway, I mean that that's that's tough for any pitcher. And part of James Paxton's stuff was first inning and mental. So I I don't know for him. Him and Tanaka, kind of different boats. But, yeah, both of them go out and shove. How about that? Yeah. All right. Who's your pride of the Yankees? My pride of the Yankees, Jim. My pride of the Yankees is going to a guy. I'm actually I'm wearing a hat about him. Oh, this, wow. This is the old John Boy move. I'm wearing the El Gary hat, the Kraken. You're, getting, um, you're giving Gary your pride? Jimmy. My pride of the Yankees is Gary Gary Sanchez. You know how happy that makes me? Probably a little bit happy, right? Oh, um, so happy, man. I mean, it's been too long. He hasn't had a pride in him forever. This is this he, is such good news. Like, I want to text okay. him and say, yo, Jake gave you your pride today. Here come more waterworks. Um, Jim, he is currently seventh in the American League in home runs. Um, obviously leading catchers because he does that and we ignore it. Jim, the number to watch for with Gary, um, and I, I have to give a shout-out to someone. I'll, I'll find it later in the episode. But, Jim, the AL record for home runs by a catcher is 35 by Pudge Rodriguez. And you'd be like, oh, Gary's going to crush that. Unfortunately, they didn't care about rest and stuff back then, so all of Pudge's homers were from the catcher position. Gary in 16 games DHing this year has seven home runs. Yeah. 
So Gary's probably not going to get the AL catching record for home runs. But so the number to now watch, Jim, is 37 because Carlton Fisk had 37 homers in 1985. So if Gary can get to 38 this year, I can do some Jakey Butterknife stuff where the majority games played catching Gary Sanchez will have the record for homers in that year. Yeah. Nick Kirby is the guy who said that to you. Kirby. Fisk actually had 38. It says he had 38 one year, but four came from DHing, so 34? No, it's 37. I'm on baseball reference. Oh, well, Nick Kirby, you get all your credit taken back. Tweeted it wrong. Tough break, man. Tough break for Nick Kirby. Real tough break. I was just very happy that you gave Gary your pride. Yeah, man. He's having a he's he's uh, having a really good year and he's a really good player. Okay, great. My next award. You Yankee motherfucker. This is a tough one because the offense, the guys that did good is really spread out and like no one ran away with good stats. And then there's so many guys playing um that like, you know, some guys that didn't have any hits, they only played one or two games. So it's hard to find a motherfucker in this game. So I tried to go to game one to see, like, who didn't get hits. And then I don't want to give any of those guys MFers on the whole series. Right. So I'm just giving it to Nestor Cortez because he was the worst pitcher okay. of the series. Two innings That's pitched, fine. four earned runs. At one point, he was so fun. Uh, and we were like, man, Nestor follows Chad. And he lost that spot. Like he had, he technically had a spot and he lost it. He was the main bolt guy. And Sessa has now taken that spot from him. So Nestor's my motherfucker. That's a good one, Jim. Um, Cause I'm, I'm going to be screwed on. Yeah. You're in a bind. I don't know who you give this to. Shit. Oh man. Um, Oh, you gotta you have a, a help from the chat if you want it. There Carl says you could cop out, give it to Clint because he's still not there yet with the glove. Yeah, I, I thought about that. He doesn't really deserve an MF or like you said. I mean, he only played one game. There's one ball he should have had. The other one was a tougher play. Um, but the ball that he should have had is the exact thing that he got sent down to work on. Hey, let's uh, let's not hijack my mf'er with with Clint Slander. He doesn't deserve it for today. Okay, I'm going with Mike Ford. He oh put up God. a one for seven. Edwin's back, and I fell in love with Edwin again. Tough break for Mikey F. Someone had to get it. Sorry, babe. Do you want to give it to Flash? Like... Another jar from the chat says you could cop out. Give it to Flash. I'm not the cop out guy. Oh yeah. Well, why'd you give it to your mom last week? Are you still talking to the chat? No, it's talking to the person behind you. Because that's a lie. Okay. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Why don't you get off my butt about it? Let's not lie. I'll get it all in your butt about it. Can I give my first award out, Jake? I would love that. Fingers crossed, stay the course. God, I hope it's not my guy because that's a terrible name for award. What do you got? Aaron Judge. Okay, nice. 
You like it now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Judge is so good, and he's playing so well, and his everything. Like he threw, he he had an outfield assist. Not really. The guy kind of overslid the bag, and I think he was safe anyway. But they didn't do it. But my fingers are so crossed that Judge, like this is locked in till the end. I I don't want another week or slump because he slumps kind of hard. So it's we're getting to that time left where we don't have room for a slump anymore judge you gotta ride this out to the postseason because he slumps for like two and a half to three weeks at a time jake it was like three weeks left of the season so i love everything he's doing i think his numbers in his last 15 games are crazy um i know he ended august he ended the last 13 games of august he had a 1.291 OPS and a 421 on base percentage with seven home runs. Last 13 games, August, seven home runs. Uh, he starts September, and I don't know what he is. He's like, he's got a home run. He's got two or three hits now or something like that. I don't know. But I'm falling. I'm like, I think there's there's somewhat this effect of overhypedness where – Yankees fans overhype someone, and then, like, you know, he is the dude. Like, we were saying Gary got to 100 more than Judge, and he's the golden boy. And then there's times where he plays like this, and you're like, that's why he's the golden boy. Like, this is fucking there's awesome. There's a reason. And his, his at-bats against Lance Lynn, he said, like, in his first couple at-bats, he wasn't ready to hit. He's like, I forgot Lance can dial it up to 97, 98, so I came back next time. And by the way, he didn't forget. This is a very different Lance Lynn that was with the Yankees last year. Yeah. Did you hear about his release point? It's a foot further to the plate. That helps? Yes. Another thing I never tried. I'm just picturing like, I don't know, Lance Lynn his whole life just twirling it, like not fully striding, and then he came to Texas and they were like, why don't you stride a little further and... And get the ball a little closer to the plate. And now he's pumping he's pumping ninety-nine. Yeah, it's crazy. That was not the Lance Lynn we had. So Judge was like, I made a correction. I, you know, got myself ready to hit ninety-eight, and then he hits that home run, which is a short porch cheapy, but you throw ninety-eight, ninety-nine, judge all you have to do, make contact, and that's gonna go. So the other teams get the porch too. I I know, but it is uh it is a cheap home run. Oh, yeah. Both teams get it. Only a home run at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Any Yankee fan that tries to argue that they're not cheap, you're wrong. But both teams do get to use it. Yankees do get to build their team around it, though. It's true. Jake, what's your first award? Jim, my first award is it's the time to pay the bookie award. Wow. Okay. Interested. So... We got a scandal here and or a lost bet. You pay the bookie when you lose a bet. You lost the bet that Tyler Wade would ever have uh, a multi-hit game. And he had a multi-hit game. So you have to pay the bookie because Tyler Wade had a multi-hit game. It goes to Tyler Wade. No. No. Wow, so close, though. Jimmy, the award goes to, I almost gave it away earlier, and I thought you were going to steal it. 
It goes to Louis Sessa. Because, James, you and I would have lost a decent amount of money if you had told us that Louis Sessa was going to stay on the roster the whole 2019 season. And he's done it. Yeah. No IL. No DFA. No trade. Cockroach Sessa. Louis Sessa has made it through the whole 2019 season. I think his stats are somewhat good too. I think you can Yeah, do, he's I think you can do butter knife stats with him and I think his He's got a, He's got an ERA in the high 39s um since so he had that mid-season like 4th of July swoon. His ERA went back up to 4 or 5 and we said we're done with you. You're bad. Since then he's been like 30 innings of 3 ERA ball. Um, he's kind of been exactly what we've asked from that role. Playoff roster might get fun, especially if your guy Monty is twirling it. Um, I, I can't believe it. If, if you had told me he made it through the whole 2019 season at the beginning of the year, I would have said liar, or I would have said he had a complete transformation. He did kind of have a transformation, but I don't think he took it into the season. In spring training, he's throwing that two-seamer a lot more. I mean, he's he's throwing the same stuff, and he just he just makes a couple sloppy mistakes that if the wrong guy's up there, they're going to crank. But, I mean, if you get him in a, a six-run lead against the bottom of the order, he can, he can really shove on you. Uh, so, I don't know. Congrats, Luis. Um, congrats, buddy. Nice. All right. My next award is the, and this is a repeat award, Jake. It's a repeat award that I think, I'm not sure who's won in the past, but it's the Shut Your Butt Award. Ooh. All-time award. Yeah. This is a a good one. All-time. You know who gets it? I do not know who gets the Shut Your Butt Award. Shut my butt or shut your butt? Didi Gregorius. Ah, yes. Can I? Can we stop not having him be a starter because the stats in his tiny half season aren't up to par? The dude... Well, Jim, the defensive run saved compared to him and Gio aren't that different, and Gio's hitting really well this year. <laughs> I like that voice. Thanks. It's a little Patrick Mahomes. Um, man, that home run, big home run at the time. They had a play in game one that I think was really nice. He's a good shortstop. He can come through in the clutch. He's a guy that everyone loves on the team. It's like he's going to play shortstop. He's going to be good. Guy ruptured his tendon last year. In the playoffs, stayed in. Well, got two hits. I think in the game three and four, like he like had a lot of hits, and he was playing with one arm, spiking balls, playing at shortstop. Not to brag about like that, but dude, he's a gamer. Can we stop yeah. with the the ridiculous DD stuff? Yeah, and he um, uh, I don't know, Jim. Maybe maybe it's just too optimistic, but I I think he's going to. I think he's going to have a really good September. Um, 
He has 14 home runs in 64 games. So, I mean, even if you he, – he's on track for a 30-plus homer season. Uh, yeah, which is what played, Brendan Cuddy said he was going to get. Right. Well, he's he's not going to play those 125-plus games that he would need for that. But uh, Judge is about to hit no, his home I, run. He just hit it on Yes Network Encore. Good swing. Nice. Two-strike pitch. Um, Good job, Judge. Okay. There it is. Good podcasting. Yeah. I Didi's going to be there. And it's a, it's a weird concept, Jim, because the, the analytics crew is really struggling with it, and it's tough because I don't want to come off as the Aubrey Huff because I hate him and be like, hey, you got you got to know baseball and you got to use the eye test. But, like, Didi's the shortstop. Um, it, if there's a tough lefty against the playoffs, you know, maybe you do rest him and you slide Glaber over for the game. But if it's a righty on the bump, Didi's going to be at short. Mm-hmm. And like I, you, you can't, you just can't let that get to you. Like some, sometimes baseball does go beyond statistics. I know that's tough to believe, but it's it's why we were kind of yelling at you people about Brett Gardner all off season because there's more to it than your UZR or your defensive run saved or your batting average at the time. Like it, Didi's gonna be there, and I, I, I hope he goes off in September to shut them up. Oh my God, it's your favorite part of this room, Jim. The lights just went out on Jake. When the lights go out on Jake, and his face cannot be seen, he gets prettier. Yeah, he gets prettier. Sucks. You I don't take. Know how to kick in the sensor. You take. The ugly face he has, and you hide it in the dark. Turn the lights so, yeah. on. Nice award. Thank you. What's your next award? My next award. Sorry, that uh, that took my breath away a little bit. Jim, my next award, my final award. God. Um, well. <laughs> the hit it where they ain't award. Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade, man. I uh I don't know. I I Tyler Wade kind of deserved award. He's apparently he's going to play a lot this month of September, which is fun. Well, it's spring um, training again. So Tyler Wade gets run and he's going to play really well. Yeah, man, it's it's audition season. Talk about another guy that I'm I would love for him to have a good month of September to what cuz it it would be genuinely fun to watch him get a full year of at bat somewhere and see what that final stat line looks like cuz Jim, you you and I we were laughing during the pregame show and like Kester loves Tyler Wade, Susan Waldman loves Tyler Wade. Like everyone involved like A, I mean he's just a good dude and a hard worker all that. But he's, like, special in every aspect of the game that's not hitting the baseball. Uh, So if my guy could hit it where they ain't for a month, for three weeks, like, he could get a chance somewhere or (laughs) come back to Yankee camp and try to win that Zobrist role yet again to have it taken away from him the last week of spring training. Um, Do you think there's a chance he makes the postseason roster? I don't, uh, I really don't, it's, 
I really don't. I mean, I, I don't either. Right you don't now, have to be. I mean, like you don't have to. Cameron may have been over, over Tyler Wade, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't. You don't have to apologize for not thinking it. I mean, if they Terrence did score over Tyler Wade. No, because Tyler Wade can play outfield and infield. Yeah. So I'd still go Wade over Gore. If they wanted that speed element. Right. But I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. All right, Jake, that ends this episode of Talking Yanks. Do you think do you think you did well? I did okay. I did okay. I mean, from where we started this episode, we're both kind of having a tough couple days. I, I think we brought it. Uh, uh, only things, uh, what do we miss, Jim? I mean, Voigt, Voigt's back. He had a couple hits. Clint Frazier, uh, he came up, he started, he was in left field. He had the nice throw from left field. Uh, there was the difficult ball that was hit to the corner. I I could say to all the, the Clint Clint people out there that, Yes, that was a really tough play, and that's part of the reason Guardian Talkman have been playing over him because they probably make that play. It is tough, but those two guys are great defenders that make that play. And then, as Jimmy mentioned briefly, the diving ball that he didn't dive for because he got nervous, I mean, that has been Clint 101. Um, but that being said, for us not being Clint Stans, we, we like having him on the team. We're excited to see him get some at-bats versus lefties. It'd, it'd be cool if he gets a little hot streak going. Let's get everyone hot. Let's get everyone hot. I, at what point do you want to see the regulars? At what point do you think, Boone, your playoff lineup, we need a week straight of that? I think it's they not need... not going to happen. I know, but I would like it to happen. It's not. They're going to rotate rest till the end of the year. Damn. Yeah. I think there might be like a series where they're like, all right, let's do it this weekend. I This would be your best chance. This Boston series is going to suck. They have 20 arms in the bullpen. 21. Don't short them. Blackjack. And they said they're going to use all of them and shit. Yeah, that was that was the other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, buckle up, people. These Boston games are going to be five hours long. I don't. I got uh, uh, my in-law. I got Kate's parents here. Like, I, I'm not excited. Yeah. Are you doing something fun tomorrow? I don't know what our plans are. But yeah, I need outside time. I think. Yeah, dude, I was just going to say the same thing. I got to play like two hours of golf and walk the course or something tomorrow because my brain is just like looking at the world differently. <laughs> Might go play disc golf, but yeah, I probably need some outside time. That'd be nice. All right, that ends the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you for supporting. We appreciate it all. Big things in store. Big weekend against Boston. When you looked at this, when we looked at this, we were like, damn, those games might be huge. They're not huge for the very best reasons. And that's a good thing to remember as I send you off into the rest of your day. We will be back on Friday for the pregame show. Check it out. and uh, Tweet at Joe's. Tweet Tweet at Katie, too. Tweet at Joe's and Katie Sharp. And go Yanks. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.